A brief history of time. Time was important enough to our ancestors that they went to the effort of building an extraordinary prehistoric monument, Stonehenge. The first part of this enormous solar calendar was built around 2200-2400 BC. But it is far from unique, primeval solar observatories are dotted around the world, including the Shankilo Mounds in Peru, built in 200-250 BC, and the Australian Aboriginal Wordy Yarang Stone Arrangement, age unknown. Societies around the world, thousands of miles apart, independently created sites to help mark the passing of time. It's in the timing. As communities developed into cities, empires and states, and societies became more segregated, time became more important and was divided into hours. The Sumerians, 4100-1750 BC, based around Mesopotamia, modern-day Iraq, calculated that the day was approximately 24 hours and that each hour was 60 minutes long. They used the sun, stars and water clocks to keep track of time. Water clocks used the gradual flow of water from one container to another to measure time. The ancient Egyptians also introduced a 24-hour time system around 1551,069 BC. But the length of these hours varied depending on the time of year, longer in summertime than winter. These measures of time were based on the sun, with 12 parts during daylight, and another 12 parts through the night. The Egyptians started using a sundial to represent this time system around 1000-800 BC. Since sundials cannot tell the time at night, they used water clocks after dark. In Europe, the development of time measurement gets a bit foggy over the centuries around AD 700-1300 AD, as all time-telling devices are bundled into the same Latin word, horologium, in written European records. The economist and historian David S. Landers claims in his book, Revolution in Time, that monastic Christian prayers were more rigid compared with Judaism and Islam, using the heavens to dictate what time to pray across the Catholic Church's seven set canonical hours. For example, sext was supposed to be recited at midday. The time period between these canonical prayers became equal in length because of the rigidity of prayer times. Timepieces may also have been more important in Central Europe because the cloudier weather would have made it harder to track the sun and stars. Prayer time. While we can't be certain from historical records if it was monks who made the first mechanical clocks, we do know that they first appeared in the 14th century. Their first mention is in the Italian physician, astronomer and mechanical engineer Giovanni de Dandi's treatise Tractatus Astrorae, or Planetarium. De Dandi states that early clocks used gravity as their power source and were driven by weights. These weren't the accurate clocks we see today, they probably kept time to within 15 to 30 minutes a day. These early clocks started popping up in city centers but, since they did not have a face, they used bells to signal the hours. These signals began to organize the market times and administrative needs of each city. Coiled springs as a method of releasing energy for clocks began to appear in Europe in the 15th century. This didn't do anything to improve accuracy, but it could reduce the size of the clock. So, time became more of a personal as well as status object, you only have to look at oil paintings where subjects' watches are proudly displayed. The Dutch scientist Christian Huygens first applied the pendulum to a clock in about 1656. This bolstered their accuracy to within 15 seconds a day, 
because each swing now took almost exactly the same time to complete. As a result, time could be used more accurately in scientific observations, including of the stars. It also meant that clocks could now show an accurate minute hand. Time tracking in other parts of the world. Elsewhere in the world, some time tracking devices date back many centuries earlier. In the 13th century, there is evidence of the use of gears to control the movement of components in Arabic astrolabes, devices that could calculate time and help navigators determine their position. And long before that, the ancient Greek Antikythera mechanism, regarded as the world's first computer, is dated at around 100 BC, having been discovered in AD 1901. These are both devices that predicted the motions of the planets. Meanwhile in China, there was Su Song's astronomical clock, dated to AD 1088, which was powered by water. So, while the clock was invented in Europe in the 14th century, Arabic and Chinese societies were far more technologically advanced at this time than their Western Christian counterparts. Today, wherever we are in the world, time is a unified construct, and the search for ever more precise measurements continues. In 2021, scientists identified a new shortest time span, the zeptosecond, which is how long it takes for a particle of light to pass through a molecule of hydrogen. In modern society, time is usually organized to the minute or even second, think of train timetables, how we document transactions, or record setting in sports. This internalizes within ourselves an obsession with being on time. People arrange to meet a friend, and hurry to the destination when they're a minute or two late. But really, what's a few minutes between friends?